He looked in amazement from person to person in the room, each one a massive cinematic star. A Brad Pitt lookalike sat next to a George Clooney clone. Gene Hackman and Dustin Hoffman sat holding each other's hands next to them. Julia Roberts occupied herself timidly in the corner, reading a fan magazine about herself, and Susan Saarinen sat knitting a scarf whilst watching an Elvis lookalike, as if captured in his prime, as he performed for her by apparently strumming his guitar incredibly badly. The last bad sound Elvis made reverberated around the room as they all simultaneously stopped what they were doing and stared at Adam, as he, in turn, stared back. Danny was first to break the excruciating silence. If you can fool Sharon, you can fool anyone, Adam. She is your biggest fan. He turned to the others. Everybody, if you haven't met him before, this is Adam, the newest and last member of the cast, or as we shall know him from now on, Robert, Robert DeFiro. From now on, we all use our star names. Hi, waved Adam meekly. Like a father proudly introducing his favorite son, Danny boasted to the room. I told you he was good. Dustin and Jean stood and moved closer to Adam, studying him as if he were a scientific specimen in a jar. Giving his verdict, Dustin finally adjudicated, Not not bad, Danny. He has a lot, doesn't he? Jean added enthusiastically, He's very good. Let's have a look, boyos. Don't block the view. The George Clooney lookalike interjected in his broad Welsh accent. Spot on, I'd say. Bloody tidy, mate, isn't it, but... Then, with a spontaneous cheeky grin and a ferocious handshake, he introduced himself. Alan McGuffin Jones. I guess from now on you can call me George Clooney. Or George, since we're going to be buddies. Interrupting them, Danny called the meeting to order. Enough time for getting to know each other later. Get yourself a seat, Adam. Sorry, Robert. He stumbled, correcting himself. Adam timidly sat next to Julia, who smiled reassuringly, whilst Danny retrieved a pile of bound scripts from a bag and handed them out to the group. We, my friends, are going into the movie business. And this, he slapped the script loudly, is our film. We will never end up making it, but who cares, as long as we get paid for it. Badly impersonating the Welsh accent of George, Brad shouted, Amen and hallelujah to that, Danny Boyo. Proper tidy, isn't it? Displaying the same maternal instinct towards her script, an insecure parent might show in defense of its flawed offspring, Susan announced, Remember, guys, this is draft five, so give it some space. There is a little time for tweaks, but even though I say so myself, I actually think it would really make a great film. Adam placed his hand lightly on her arm and said reassuringly, Danny gave me a little look earlier on. All right, I think it's very good. Playfully nudging Julia, Elvis in his slickest southern drawl taunted, I like the bit where we kiss, Julia. I promise not to use my tongue unless, of course, uh, you use yours first. Uh-huh. Well, since we aren't actually going to make the thing, I guess both our tongues are safe, aren't they? Trying to head off any conflict, Danny interrupted, Put it away, Elvis. No fraternizing between the troops. Apart from you and me, love, he said, pointing at Susan lovingly. And that's only because we've been fraternizing for a very long time now. George looked up from the script and gave his judgment. It's good enough to do the job it has to do, though, isn't it, but... Might be good enough for us all to end up as Vegas jail whores. Anyone think about that? Brad offered. Gene smiled and rested his head on Dustin's shoulder, musing over Brad's suggestion before he observed. Could be worse. Hey, Dusty. Always liked the idea of a prison romance. <laughs> Danny reined Brad in. What have I told you about positivity, Brad? 
If you think negative, the negative is what you'll get. I'm on it. Just keeping it real, that's all. Jail will be easy on some of you, I'm sure. But for a pretty boy like me, I'm gonna be popular in there. Pretending to be offended by Brad's observation, Julia protested, You saying I wouldn't be popular in a female prison? No, of course not, beautiful. Looking increasingly concerned and agitated, Adam interrupted, What's all this talk about jail? Ignoring their distractions, Danny brought them back to the subject at hand. I have just had word that all is in place on the West Coast. We, my friends, are going to take Hollywood. First stop, Las Vegas. Like a religious man who has just been told that it is his turn to visit the Holy Land, Elvis instantly stood up and strummed his guitar with a loud but completely out-of-tune chord and screamed, Viva Las Vegas, man!